0: everyone, and welcome to Consumer Watchdog's Rage for Justice Report, our weekly conversation about the current issues we're exposing, confronting, and changing. I'm your host, Carmen Balber, Executive Director of Consumer Watchdog, and this week um, we're going to talk about insurance and democracy, um, because the legislature is going through um an unprecedented time uh, dealing uh, with the COVID pandemic, um, but it has wreaked havoc with the Democrat uh, democratic process in Sacramento. So we wanted to talk about that specifically in connection uh, with the bill we've been telling you about that would deregulate homeowners insurance in California, AB 2167, which was heard this week in the Senate Insurance Committee. So let me bring in uh, our two folks who are on the scene on the scene remotely, I guess I have to say, um, for that hearing on on Tuesday. Uh, We have as our guests today our in-house Sacramento Council Mike Maddock and Harvey Rosenfield, uh, founder of Consumer Watchdog. Welcome, guys. Thank
1: you, Carmen.
0: Uh, Good to talk to you. So um, Harvey testified. Uh, if you can call it that, and we'll tell you a little bit more in a second. Um, in opposition to AB 2167 in the Senate Insurance Committee on Tuesday, um, uh, and maybe I just preface this um, with asking Mike, you know what the what the situation is in the Senate right now, how they've um, how they're dealing with the pandemic in this last in this last month of session.
2: Well, Carmen, they're scrambling. They're trying to figure out a method to hear the 500 plus bills that the Assembly sent over to them after both houses agreed uh, that they would uh, pare back their measures under the uh, COVID crisis here. So they, they knowing they cannot give these measures the attention they need, they wanted to focus on the really important stuff like how to make sure people have enough money to survive during this crisis. And the Senate and the Assembly are pretty much at war with each other over this this type of conduct. Um, So at the get-go, a usually uh, smooth operation moving towards the end of the year in a 101-degree beautiful August month is now now stressed under the uh, problems between members of both houses trying to make sure their bills are not held hostage Or disappear because of some retaliation uh, from one house to another over some uh, political slight. And the problem is now that because you're not having the proper amount of policy hearings, the appropriations committee on the Senate is not going to be acting as both a policy committee and a uh, a fiscal committee, and it's really putting the stress on uh, a bottleneck, if you will, on that appropriations committee. So The tempers are high, almost as high as the temperature, and it's not conducive for for good government at all.
0: So the upshot of all of this is that Senate policy hearings have been dramatically limited, um, and it's compounded by the fact that no one is being encouraged to go to the legislature at all. And frankly, who wants to get on an airplane? to fly up to Sacramento uh, and expose themselves to whoever might be wandering around the Capitol right now when we're all being told to shelter in place. So the Senate has also got a system set up uh, that is faulty to the extreme uh, for remote testimony by telephone. Um, so uh, let's let's just dive right into this hearing, which was um, one of, uh, Two bills that the Senate Insurance Committee was hearing uh, on the afternoon of, uh, of uh, on Tuesday afternoon this week, um, two bills that they had to hear any substantive argument on, um, and Harvey was scheduled to testify. So maybe, Harvey, just um, tell us about what happened.
1: Well, let me just stop and tell remind everybody what the bill, what the bill is that we've been fighting up there in Sacramento. Uh, while the while the rest of us were sheltering in place for the last 4 or 5 months the insurance lobbyists decided to take advantage of uh, of what you and Mike were just talking about in the pandemic conditions and proposed a bill that would repeal the protections against price gouging that the voters of California put in place 30 years ago when they passed proposition 103 The the bill is AB twenty one sixty seven, and if it passes, people's rates for homeowners and renters insurance will go up forty to fifty percent. So the uh, the bill came before the Senate Insurance Committee on Tuesday of this week, and uh, we were told, as you both know, we were told that we would have about four minutes to debate, to discuss and explain why the bill is a bad idea would be bad for consumers. Now, Four minutes is is not a lengthy period of time by any stretch of the imagination, but that's one of the things that the procedures that they put in place is limiting the time that people can talk because they have so many bills and so few opportunities to have hearings because they're working remotely, many of them. So um, when the the bill came up, the author of the bill, an assembly member from Orange County, uh, who chairs the assembly insurance committee is carrying the insurance industry's legislation, uh, stood up and spoke for a few minutes. And and then it came to be uh, our turn and I was all prepared to go uh, when the chair of the Senate Insurance Committee, uh, Susan Rubio, who is based in Los Angeles said, you cut me off after about sixteen seconds. I mean, I just as I just got out like my name and she said I'm giving you fifteen seconds and so I, I reeled off uh, five reasons why the bat the bill is so bad and then she cut me off.
0: Well, I mean to be precise, you didn't reel off five reasons the bill was so bad. You managed to reel off the introduction to one before she said your time was up. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought I don't I
1: have a I have my memory of that moment was is bleak. It <laughs> was just a just, gentleman. It was I just tried to uh, I just tried to summarize as best I could what was really wrong with the bill, and uh, and yeah, and and then suddenly the the microphone was turned off, as it were.
0: You know, and I just you know watching this situation, it was just so shocking to me um, that it was so badly handled because one of two things was happening: either they are completely incompetent which is possible, uh, or it was intentional, or the whole scenario was set up uh, to limit the public's input uh, into this dramatic policy change that would mean such massive pocketbook uh, impact uh, on California homeowners. So, uh, you know, the, the, the simple fact that they couldn't figure out how to provide a few extra minutes of testimony from the public. It was just, it was shocking to me.
1: Uh, Yeah, um, especially since the uh, insurance industry got about five minutes. And then uh, when the members of the Senate asked questions, I was no longer able to answer them. And the questions were ended up being answered in part by an assembly staff staffer who is paid by the taxpayers, but sounded like he worked for the insurance industry. And he gave completely misleading answers, which was, I don't know how you guys felt about it, but it was just infuriating to listen to that person misrepresent what the bill does, answer their questions incorrectly. And and the question happened to be, hey, is it okay for the legislature to overturn the will of the people as expressed by a ballot initiative? Now, the correct answer is it's not OK. The Constitu- Constitution protects us here in California when we have to go to the ballot box because the legislature uh, won't do what has to be done, as the voters did back in 1988 with Proposition 103. The, the Constitution says the legislature has cannot just meddle with the initiative after the voters pass it. Uh, but he kind of implied that the, it wasn't clear whether they could or couldn't. So it was a, it was, you know, there were 10 or 15 minutes, I think, altogether of testimony on behalf of the, of this bill to raise people's premiums by the industry and its allies in the, in the Senate and uh, about 16 seconds from consumer watchdog.
0: So you had the uh, extreme patience uh, or presence of mind to call back into that phone line and ask for some more time. And the Chair of the committee graciously gave you another fifteen seconds, which was just which was laughable to me. Um, and 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 the thing that you know really, really shown about their failure to be interested in the input of the author of Proposition 103, which would be Harvey, if, if we haven't reminded you of that already, uh, is that they were getting, as you said, completely inaccurate information. So another example I think that's really important is um, Senator Roth, who used to chair this committee, that's not his anymore, but he still sits on it, asked a really simple question of the author, which was, hey, how long is it gonna take this bill to go into effect? When is the average California homeowner Going to feel the impacts of this bill. And he was asking because he wanted to know why it was so urgent that the legislature not give proper consideration um, to this legislation, you know, and why, why it had to pass this month versus waiting until the beginning of the next legislative session uh, when perhaps they could give it adequate consideration. And the bill's author and his committee staffer as well couldn't answer that question but there's a simple
1: answer, right? Of course there is. There's there's no urgency. The the urgency is coming from the insurance lobby, wants to get this bill passed before the public figures out what's going on up there in Sacramento. The last time this happened was the, uh, people remember when the legislature uh, quickly deregulated electricity rates, like in a matter of weeks, with a a massive uh, piece of legislation, and then, about a year and a half later, after that law took effect, uh, people's utility bills, electricity bills, went through the roof. <laughs> and uh, and the lead, and so the insurance industry and its many allies, who've received, I think we calculated over 30 million dollars in campaign contributions from the industry over the last 11 years, the industry and its allies are very much in a hurry to get this bill through before anybody can figure out what's going on. And then we the consumers, we the people will have to pick up the tab and they will go on to get more donations from uh, insurance companies.
0: So, I mean, Mike, you are Sacramento council now, but uh, you lobbied for the insurance industry for many years and you worked in the building for many more years. Have you ever seen the legislature uh, circumvent Public input and refused to hear public comment. The way that this hearing, and I know other hearings are going down this year. You know, I never have.
2: After all the years having been a, a, on the staff of a couple governors, a number of senators, uh, a pro tem, uh, President pro tem of the Senate, John Burton, and been the chief consultant in the Assembly Insurance Committee, I have never seen that the legislature op- legislature operate this way. There's two hallmarks of the California legislature historically. The first being that every bill gets a full and fair hearing. That's the first thing that didn't happen in this situation. The second thing is that the legislative staff, who these members have to rely on to analyze and understand and give them proper, truthful, correct information, uh, that trust was completely shattered in in this hearing. When a staff person from the Assembly was asked to come over into the Senate And explain to a Senate committee, staffed by a Senate consultant, who, by the way, this was his first committee hearing because the principal consultant had left to become the clerk of the assembly, and then provide absolutely incorrect information, basically being the lobbyist for the insurance industry and carrying their water for them. And it's just a disingenuous scenario, and I just could not imagine, say, something like John Burton calling me up and say, hey, Mike, why don't you come over here and lie to us? So that's kind of what we were looking at there. And, and I felt terrible because it's not only bad for our, this bill, which is going to raise premiums immediately for Californians, a minimum of about 40 percent, but it destroys the confidence in the democracy. Right now, California is supposed to be you know, that the, the, the remaining shining uh, city on the hill especially what's going on in Washington. So this was, I mean, it's really not only terrible, it was just kind of depressing for me to watch happen and see see how things are, uh, are actually functioning or dysfunctioning in the uh, Capitol today.
0: And, I mean, this was not, uh, unfortunately, uh, the only instance I have heard of when uh, the public waited patiently in line on that telephone line and somehow the Senate couldn't manage to hear them. Um, and... In this circumstance, when we're not talking about legislation that will put money in Californians' pocketbooks tomorrow, um, in fact, it would strip that money from them years down the road when it finally gets litigated. Um, it's just really embarrassing and shocking, and and shouldn't happen that they are rushing through this uh, poorly baked, uh, ill-thought-out proposal. Um, so, uh, thanks, guys, for running through uh, what happened in that committee hearing. Um, this week, Harvey. Anything else that uh, that pops to mind that you'd just throw into the throw into the mix?
1: I guess I would just say, Carmen, that for those of our listeners and supporters who uh, uh, have an extra couple of grand to spend on uh, home or renter's insurance over the next year, uh, don't worry about this. But for everybody else who who feels like things are a little tight right now and can't afford to allow the insurance companies to engage in price gouging, or even uh, people who are just offended by the notion that the insurance industry can get together with their elected officials and overturn the will of the people. Uh, When the voters addressed this issue 30 years ago, uh, maybe you want to pick up the phone or, or send an email to your elected representative and say, hey, what are you doing?
0: Well, that does it. Um, An easy way for folks to do that, to reach out to their lawmakers, uh, particularly on this bill, is just to go to our website, consumerwatchdog.org, where you'll be able to click on a take action link um, and let your senators know what you think about um, this homeowners insurance travesty uh, that's making its way in, in, in rapid form through the Senate right now. Thanks, everyone, again. And as always for listening, Uh, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Carmen Balber, and we'll talk again next week on the Rage for Justice Report.